0: The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership.
1: Arizona, Brother Mike back on the radio. Hey, welcome to the program. Thanks for tuning in again. Get ready to start my 16th year on the radio. That'd be fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. This is Brother Mike, the uh, counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. Today's Bible study, The Miracle of Conviction. Conviction, Believe it or not, that is not a bad subject. That is a wonderful subject. You'll love it today. If somebody call and tell them the radio program's on right now if you would. This is Brother Mike. I'm the counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're on 15th Avenue just south of Osborne Road in Central Phoenix. HardcoreChristianity.com, of course, is the website. We have two live services every week at the Deliverance Center at 7 p.m. Both of them are broadcast Nationally on our YouTube channel Friday and our live stream channel Thursdays. On the website, you can uh, hit our Facebook page. You can join us on uh, our YouTube teaching channel. You can sign up for our next free seminar on autoimmune diseases. You can uh, contact Sister Karen on the homepage of the website and sell your home. And uh, thank you for all your kind support over the years and your donations on our uh, PayPal button. May God richly bless you. The miracle of conviction. It is the Greek word elenko. It is not the Greek word katakrama, which is condemnation. Those two terms are completely different. Let me give you an idea of how beautiful and beneficial conviction is. Here's an article that came out in the paper just last week regarding a murder in California. Check it out. Quote, a 25-year-old cold case murder in California has been solved after a man turned himself into the sheriff's department saying his faith in Christ led him to confess. Brian Hawkins, age 44, sat down in a tearful interview with a local TV station in Redding, California, confessing the 93... Killing of 19-year-old Frank McGallister. KRCR-TV reported. Hawkins said his newfound faith in God led him to seek forgiveness and confession. Quote, every minute of the day has been a nightmare. It's kind of weird. Frank never got to have a life, but we were teenagers, and now I'm 44 and still haven't even had a life, Hawkins said. I've been through hell my whole life because of this. According to the Reading Police Department, Hawkins also named 46-year-old Shanna Culver and her brother, 45-year-old Curtis Culver, as accomplices in the phony drug deal set up to rob McAllister of money he brought to buy methamphetamine. Reading police say the trio robbed him and stabbed him to death, leaving his body in the woods dumping his car in a Costco parking lot in 1993. Hawkins told KRCR-TV he wanted a chance to, quote, praise God for leading him to confess, unquote, but said that wasn't enough and it didn't make what he did right. Hawkins said he was blind before becoming a Christian, but now is ready to admit the crime and face the consequences. Quote, God in Christ and these things that have happened over the course of 25 years have pushed me to do the right thing, said Hawkins. Quote, I know the wrong can't be changed, but this is the closest I can come to doing what is right. Hawkins said he also reached out to McGallister's family in 2017. I talked to them several times and told them I was going to make it there so I could tell them what happened, and I wanted their forgiveness, said Hawkins. By the time I got there, their father, the father had passed away. The TV station said they held on to the interview until they spoke with authorities to confirm Hawkins' story, which they did immediately after he left their building, calling the Sheriff's Department or Police Department to tell them Hawkins was on his way. According to the Reading Police, Hawkins turned himself in that day on January 9th. The next day, Curtis and Shauna Culver, were contacted in Red Bluff, California and questioned regarding their involvement. All three were arrested and booked into the Shasta County Jail for homicide. What an interesting story. What a fascinating story. Uh, series of questions this story leaves you with. It left me me with about as many questions as I got answered, but here's the great thing about the story. When you were born, strike that, when you were conceived before you were born, at the moment of conception, when the sperm of your father hit the egg of your mother, you became a living soul. At that very moment, you were conceived and became a human being, and at that very moment, the supernatural miracle of life occurred. Your inner man was put into that person. It went right in, supernaturally. And each person is born with an inner man. It's made up of four parts. But a soul, mind, conscious, and spirit. Those four parts make up your inner man. Your body, of course, is your outer man. Your inner man contains what the Bible calls sunnaticis, the Greek word. It means your conscience. Your conscience is your internal warning system given to each human being to help that person stay out of danger. Your conscience speaks to you as a warning system about activities and things in your environment. Your conscience tells you right from wrong. Your conscience is your moral compass every human being has it if your conscience is seared the greek word is cauteriazo it means to cauterize if your conscience is seared then it no longer works properly and it no longer recognizes immoral activity and immoral activity then becomes moral or acceptable activity you see that constantly every day in the fields of criminal justice and politics but let me give you an idea how incredibly important your conscience is because the Holy Spirit uses the conscience to convict the person of sin. That's the Greek word, elenko. Conviction is God's love. Condemnation, katachroma is the Greek word, it means to condemn, and that comes from Satan. God it never condemns you. But in love, he convicts you. And conviction can be painful and uncomfortable in a born-again Christian, for sure. I've been convicted many times over my life. And no, it's not a piece of cake, and it's not a time for, you know, that I feel like having a party. But it is the greatest blessing you've ever seen. Conviction means that God is there, he cares, he's watching, and he's helping you. Your conscience is tremendously valuable when it is convicted by the Holy Spirit. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus performs the miracle of the fishes and it says, quote, When Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. Here you see the Holy Spirit convicting Peter's conscience of his sin and he received tremendous blessings from that conviction. He became one of the great apostles church history. Acts chapter 2. When the people heard this, they were pricked in the heart and they said to Peter, quote, men and brethren, what shall we do? What happened there? Peter's powerful sermon on the day of Pentecost yielded an anointing of conviction on the people and they reaped tremendous benefit from it by getting saved. Acts chapter 9. Paul got born again and delivered from demons that day. He was struck down from the chariot on the Damascus road, Acts chapter nine. And Paul trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will you have me to do? The Lord said, arise and go into the city and it will be told to you what you must do. Conviction. Conviction. Sometimes results in a physical reaction of trembling, shaking, the sweats, jerking, and it also may cause astonishment, as it did in Paul in chapter 9. But conviction here led to tremendous blessings as Paul became the most powerful Christian that ever lived. Acts chapter 16 Paul and Silas Silas are singing praises to God. There's an earthquake in the the jail. The jail breaks open. All the prisoners are loosed. Acts chapter 16. The jailer called for a light and came running in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and said, sir, what must I do to be saved? Here you can see the Holy Spirit bringing conviction to the person, not condemnation, but conviction. Because Romans chapter 8 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. You are no longer katakrama, you are no longer convicted or judged. By God, you are convicted and you are given mercy. Well, the jailer and his whole house got saved. Isn't that amazing? Acts 24. Felix, was listening to Apostle Paul speak about interesting things. Righteousness, temperance, and judgment. And Felix, the Bible says, trembled. He was under the trembling conviction of the Holy Ghost. Always remember this. When you are convicted by God, it's an act of love. When you're convicted by God, it's the best thing that ever happened to you. When you're convicted by God, it is a moment that you are to cherish Because A, he's listening, B, he's watching, C, he cares, and D, he's offering you mercy. Conviction is the most wonderful thing in the world. It's the greatest thing you've ever known. Conviction helps you and saves you and keeps you protected and safe. Condemnation brings you guilt, shame, embarrassment, and humiliation. Condemnation comes from Satan. Conviction comes from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost convicts your conscience, one-fourth of your inner man, condemnation attacks your mind and your emotions. The devil attacks people's minds with negative thoughts and their emotions with negative feelings. He brings them condemnations, katakrama, and then he brings them shame and guilt, embarrassment and humiliation and degradation. No, friend, conviction is for you. If you're being convicted, run toward it. Don't run from it. If God convicts you, You are a very fortunate person. As I say on the street, you are one lucky dude. You are one lucky gal if you are convicted by the Holy Ghost. It is a blessing. It's glorious. Why? Because it means that God cares. It means he wants to help you and it proves that your conscience is not seared and that you are in good standing with God. If you fail and if you sin, well, that happens. Everybody does that. But conviction doesn't happen to everybody. If it's happening to you, embrace it, run to it, and be blessed by it.
0: The views expressed on this program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.